Welcome to the Sons of Prophets podcast, where we take you behind the scenes exploring adventures in the prophetic, dreams, visions, encounters. From ancient texts to modern mystics to supernatural seers, you don't want to miss an episode. So subscribe and listen up. We've got stories to tell. It's your host, Ricky. All right. So there are so many things that I want to talk about, types of profits, international trips, but I think it's story time. So why don't we have some fun with angelic encounters? Now, before I get to a story, I just want you to know that it is 2.53 a.m. And I just got done praying for someone a little bit ago. And as soon as I got done praying, the door slammed shut. And there are no windows nearby open. And then I heard my daughter, who was asleep, say, oh, that was fun. (laughs) I don't know what that was. I just decided to take my dog down into his area and make sure all the doors were locked. Of course they were. And come back up to the office and shut the door. (laughs) So um, anyways. I'm not even going to try to break that down. You know, I've had quite a few encounters or interactions with angels, um, mostly in seeing, but also in hearing. And I don't think it's ever been what I would have expected. For example, one night my wife and I were asleep in a house that we were renting, um, which came about supernaturally as well. Uh, By the way, every house or apartment we have ever moved into has a supernatural story attached to it. Um, And there's no logical reason why we were um, able to move into that place. (laughs) So anyways, we're in this, you know, supernatural living situation. And while laying there trying to go to bed. I look over. And see. An angel who just looks like a normal person, no, no wings and fancy gowns or like nothing crazy, just looks like a a normal person just squatting on the bedpost, kind of like in a gargoyle position (laughs) and watching my wife, just watching her sleep. Um, It looked like the angel was kind of protective, just making sure she was okay. And the angel was wearing a T-shirt. It was a Superman t-shirt. Yes, the angel had an S on its chest. And I looked at it and I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh, so I hit the my face in the covers. I'm like, okay, it's probably gone now. And I peek my head up again and I'm still able to see him. And so I was like, oh my gosh. So I cover my face up again. <laughs> and uh, I slowly decide to look again. And as I look again, the, the angel slowly begins to turn his head, turn, turns his neck and looks directly at me. Um, uh, there were no words shared. I just went ahead and covered my head up again and tried to go to sleep. There was another time. Um, so many years ago, I'm sleeping in the bedroom that I grew up in. 
I realized the room was bright and there were like a choir full of voices singing along with me. And I could see the, I, I began to see them in my mind and in my thoughts. And I began to feel them around me, but I could audibly hear them singing, welcome into this place uh, along with me. And so I was overcome with just this just wild sensation, um, feeling like very, very good, uh, feeling ecstatic and just in awe, just amazed. Like I am singing with angels, you know, singing to the Holy Spirit. Welcome into this place. And as I'm laying there, you know, I realize literally anything is possible. Anything is possible. So one time I was laying in my bed in Washington. As I'm laying there thinking about things of the spirit, thinking about God's goodness on my life and knowing that I'm in a transition time. My family is in a transition time. And suddenly this wind just comes into the room. It's swirling and this whirlwind. It feels cold. I can feel the cold wind on my face. And I'm laying in bed thinking to myself, like, oh my gosh, what? something's happening. Something's about to happen. And just thinking to myself, like, I'm not asleep for this. This isn't a dream. Um, but this is real. Uh, <laughs> and I told myself, you know what? I'm going to grip my teeth and I'm going to embrace this encounter full force. I'm not going to hide. And so this wind is swirling around me. And then it's it's like the wind lays sideways. If you can imagine a tornado turning sideways. So this whirlwind lays on me on the bed and then it picks me up. So now I'm lifted up in the spirit with this wind blowing around me and it's cold on my face and my hair. I can feel it. And as I'm in this wind, it's, it's like I'm laying on the bed, but I'm also standing up in the middle of the room inside of this wind at the same time. As I'm in this wind, I begin to see a tiny little shiny light, ball of light. And I say, God, what's that? Is that an angel? Um, at this point, I'm pressing, I'm pressing in. Like, I want to know, like, I demand that this encounter you know, I, I get everything I need to get from this encounter. Um, there have been times where I'm like, oh, Lord, that's enough. But, you know, not this time. So this light, it comes into the wind all the way and it begins to expand and grow larger. And it becomes an angel. It was an angel. And. After it fills out the shape of an angel, I begin to see screens in front of me. It looked like LCD screens. And I was seeing formulas uh, and equations. They look like formulas to mysteries. They look like uh, like math symbols, that, but symbols that we've never seen before, things that we don't know of, that were at least things that I've never seen before. They look like formulas and equations to like heavenly mysteries. 
And so, and the angel was pointing them out to me. And I'm just seeing them all move across screens, you know, like it's the Matrix or something. And so I asked the angel, like, are you going to tell me what that means? Like, what is this? And I got no interpretation whatsoever. But next thing you know, I see my daughter at a desk in front of our bedroom window and she's writing on paper and she's writing extremely fast. And it looks like she's writing these mysteries down. And so she's writing with such intensity that she begins to stand up and she has a stack of papers and she's writing extremely fast. And every time she writes on a paper, like the page flies out from underneath her, like the pages just fly away. So she's writing, writing, writing and pages are just flying and flying and flying and flying off the desk as she's writing them like extremely quickly. And so I'm like, so she's going to have the interpretation for this. Like she's going to be able to write this out. Um, you know, and this, this is me asking questions. Uh, but after this, I feel the wind slowing down and I'm like, no, you know, don't stop. Don't stop. But it slows down and I'm laid back down into the bed. And so I laid there. I laid there and I asked the Lord why, why the encounter stopped. And I was hungry. I was hungry for more. I said, God, I want another encounter. I don't want to go to sleep. I want more, Lord. Uh, as I'm speaking right now at this moment, and I'm seeing something in the spirit. Um, I think I'll wait and see if by the end of the podcast, I understand what it is. So as I'm laying there. I begin to feel myself shooting up and like really fast. So I'm like, oh, awesome. Round two. As I'm shooting up, it feels like I'm in an elevator. And as I'm going up in this elevator, I begin to get higher and higher until I see myself in the sky and I'm looking at stars. And I see stars forming this face and this face is like, it's like the face of God. It's like the, it was a face of the father. It was a representation of the father. And if you were to ask me to redraw it, I wouldn't be able to. Somehow these dots, these stars were able to, it was like connect the dots. They were ping, ping, ping. And then they're all connected into the father's face. And and the Lord told me, oh, and then after I saw it, I ascended even higher in what felt like an elevator. And I saw a heart, a big heart beating and throbbing. And I could feel the father's love for me. And I heard the Lord say he wasn't disappointed in our decision. That it was time for, you know, the transition that we were in. And it was very encouraging. It's, it's very encouraging to hear, you know, from the Lord. Um, a lot of times we want to know if we're making the best decision or if we're doing the right or wrong thing. And, you know, we're not always in a position where we'll have people who we can trust to, to, to lead, to guide, to encourage, to help and to show us the way. And so it's wonderful to be able to have a God who speaks to his people and would tell you himself. Yeah, it's really interesting just 
knowing that there are angels watching and helping and assisting. <laughs> you ever just think about that? Like as you're sitting down, just wonder, where are the angels? If there is an angel assigned to me, where is he? What does it look like? You know, what's it doing? What's it wearing? You ever get curious about things like that? I dare you to ask. And I'm sure God has used angels to save my life many times as well. I mean, I can think of at least two. Uh, Right now, there was a time where I was laying down in my prayer room with a candle lit right next to me. And probably a stupid idea, but there's no time to judge me right now. And so I I ended up falling asleep. And while I'm asleep, I can't remember what I'm dreaming about at the time, but I feel someone hit me like it felt like they hit me with a stick or something. They just like just struck me. And so I wake up from it like I jump up. And I look and behind me, this angel is just standing there. And I look at him and I look at the candle and I go. Oh, thanks. And so I blow the candle out and I just lay down and go right back to sleep. But, you know, had he not woke me up, I probably would have rolled right into it. It was right next to me. I probably would have just knocked it over. I could have burnt the house down, you know. So do not go to sleep with candles lit on the floor next to you. That's my advice. I don't have a scriptural reference for it, but I still think it's wisdom. Another time that I was asleep and an angel woke me up. Happened the same way. I felt like I was someone hit me. I woke up and then I heard uh, the angel speak with an audible voice. And he said, there was a stronghold that you didn't know about, but I went ahead and took care of it for you. So I hear that in the audible voice and I'm just laying there kind of like just stiff. But then I hear this slash And I hear and physically feel chains break and roll down the side of my belly. Uh, And I'm just like, okay, thank you, God. Have no idea what that was. Wouldn't have known about it. You see everything. You know, and that's and that's the beauty of walking with God You don't have to know everything. You don't have to have everything figured out. You don't have to be doing everything right all the time. You know, when you're pursuing God and when you're hungry for the things of God and you're running after him and you're walking with him in the cool of the day uh, and you're pursuing his heart. You know, everything that's not like him has a way of falling off on its own. He'll remove it or it'll remove itself. Uh, You don't have to be, you know, people spend too much time trying to chase down curses, generational curses, or trying to dig as deep as they can to remember whatever wrongs they've done so they can undo them. You know, they try to find all the things, you know, that they can so that the the devil can't, you know, get to them. (laughs) And I understand the wisdom in doing a little reflection and making things right with anyone you may have wronged, you know, or asking for forgiveness for something, but you cannot spend your life chasing that down more than you're chasing down the heart of God. He'll fix the stuff you run with him. He'll fix the stuff. It'll fall away.
It just shows you what kind of God we serve. So, you know, we got angels being used to break off some strongholds, telling you to blow out candles, angels wearing Superman T-shirts and watching us sleep. Um, It really heightens your awareness of the spirit in the spiritual realm and the things going on around you that, you know, you don't realize you're not aware of. And that when you walk by faith and not by sight, you're not just choosing to pretend that something invisible is more real than what you see uh, for the sake of escaping what you see, for the sake of escaping your circumstance. You know, when you're walking by faith and not by sight, you're you're not you're not just psyching yourself out. You're understanding that there are real spiritual realities. There is a God in heaven and. He is at work and it's not all about the devil trying to trick you. And it's not all about what what the devil's up to. It's about what God is up to. And this God has armies. He is the God of the angel armies and he has helpers and ministers. He makes winds his messengers and flames of fire his servants. God, thank you for your helpers. We obsess over you. We love you. You're the boss. You're in charge. But God, I ask that you would increase our awareness for every listener who is interested or wants to see angels. God, I pray. I pray that you will open their eyes. Give them eyes to see. I thank you, Lord, that you would show us things in the context of your will. I thank you, Lord, that you would show us things that would make us glorify you. Guys, I'm hearing things and feeling things. It is getting weird in here. I believe that's all for story time. We'll stop here and then we'll go pray and see what happens tonight. The winds are swirling strong outside, but also I'm feeling wind and the spirit inside. So the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Peace.